Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Thanks for being here for another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can find us online by going to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Kevin brings more than 28 years of financial planning experience to the table each time we talk here on the radio. And Kevin, it's great to chat with you once again. How are you holding up? I'm holding up uh, pretty good, Walter. How about yourself? Yeah, it used to be how you doing. Now it's how you holding up. I'm holding up, right? Because <laughs> we're all, you know, we're all pent in, you know, and we're all supposed to be staying at home and doing our thing, which most of us are doing. But it's a little different, isn't it? My, you know, like mm-hmm. I was telling last week, my dad, um, he, he's looking for things to do because you know of the pent up stuff. So, yeah, and I, I, I would don't imagine mind a lot it. Are, I'm kind of a homebody anyway. I don't really like going out. I, I love going out to eat. So I mean, we we are missing that a lot. That's like our form of entertainment. But even I'm even starting to get a little bit stir crazy and ready to go out and do something. Yeah, um, it is catching up to me a little bit, and I know it is certainly to everybody else too. But we'll try to provide a little bit of relief on today's show. Uh, we'll have some good conversations about a lot of things that are, of course, happening right now in the financial world. Hopefully, we can pass along some good lessons, tidbits, and pieces of information to you as well, and maybe we'll make you smile a little bit. Also, we need a little bit of uh, a little bit of humor, a little bit of lightness uh, in the world right now as well. So we'll try and mix all of that into today's show. But we'll kind of start things off, I guess, Kevin, with a little bit of some, you know, actual news and some really important information, you know, among the buzzwords of uh, 2020 are going to certainly be coronavirus. Social distancing will be a buzzword that they'll define this year. But so will the word stimulus, as there has been a lot of talk about that the last couple of weeks and new bills passed through Congress and approved by the president. So wondering if, uh, you know, we've heard that buzzword a lot, Kevin, but what does it actually look like? What kind of relief and help is coming down the pike right now for Americans. And I know you've kind of prepared a lot of good info for us on today's show. Well, I did because it's uh, it's right now we're facing. So there are some key changes that are happening. So this Corona stimulus bill was signed into law March 27th. What it does, it's going to create some new exceptions that are going to allow 401k and IRA owners affected by the pandemic to tap into the retirement accounts early. There's some stipulations that go around with that, though, Walter. So let's go through a couple of them. So the new laws are going to increase the dollar amount you can loan yourself from your 401k from 50000 to 100000 That's a big jump, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, very big. And here's the other thing. It's also going to create penalty-free early distributions rule where if you have an IRA or 401k and you are under the age of 59 and a half, they're going to waive that 10% penalty. So that even affects you if you had to do something like that. Why are they doing this, Walter? Why do you think they'd be doing this, all, all these accounts? Uh, just trying to get people to go spend more money when everybody's staying home doing nothing, right? Well, just kind of, you know, bridge the gap if you have right. to. But by the end of 2019, Americans held, what would you guess, how many dollars in retirement accounts? 
How many dollars in retirement accounts? All the average us, American? No, no. All of us together, if you total them oh, all up. Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't know. That's a big number. Uh, trillion dollars? $30 trillion. Oh, $30 trillion. Okay. And that's according to the Investment Company wow. Institute. But $30 trillion in retirement accounts right now. So when we hear all this talk about, you know, where the money's at, well, well we, we know could, where We could wipe out at, the right? deficit right there. <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> So there's going to be many ways if you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you're self-employed, you know, you can provide short-term relief by uh, taking advantage of these rules if it is necessary for you to do so. So you can tap into that resource that could necessarily, you know, be the short-term bridges I just uh, talked about to get you over, maybe to pay payroll if you're a business owner, maybe to get you through, you know, the next couple of months because you've been furloughed, laid off, or you're quarantined, those types of things. So the next question is you can take these penalty-free early distributions up to 100000 but who can do it? What do you think, Walter? Oh, I don't know. Um, what do you think? Well, it's it's anyone who's experienced, and this is according to the law, okay. anyone who's experienced what they call adverse financial consequences from the pandemic. So that's a broad definition, right? I mean, any, mm-hmm. so let's look at some. We can some make of, a lot of arguments to f- pop into that, right? We could, but let's look at some of the some of the uh, definitions they say. Well, quarantine, which a lot of us are in states now. You're, you're laid off, which a lot of us are. You closed your business, or your hours have been reduced. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, you're, you know, their schools aren't in right now. So maybe you have child care uh, needs that you didn't have. Maybe the daycare center is closed down. So all of those things are the exceptions that you can, you know, access some of your accounts. So who qualifies? Well, under this retirement rules, if you have an IRA, a Roth IRA, a SEP IRA, a simple IRA, 401k pension plans, 457s or 403bs, they all fall under the, that rule. So here's the key question most people are going to ask, and Walter, I'm going to ask this to you. Do you think if you take money out of those accounts, you're taxed on that distribution? Yes. Uh, we That was an easy one, right? <laughs> I give you a softball on They're that one. I'm going to give you a pass on that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what they are going to give you a pass on is the 10% penalty early withdrawal is going to be waived. Okay. Um, but you are taxed on the, that money that you take out. Congress did not, um, you know, provide any relief on that and Here's, you're robbing your future to s- solve today's problems which you, is problematic right maybe but you know this is you know a difficult time right now so if you haven't okay. had income for a while but and here's the other thing they're going to do so if you're going to take that money out they're going to allow you to spread the taxes due on the distribution over three years so let's say you you, you have to get into that okay. so they're going to allow you to you know spread it out over three years well that's nice so we're not having to immediately you know turn right back around at the end of the year after a hard year and pay additional you know all those additional taxes being able yep. to spread that out is a benefit yeah it is it's a big benefit and um so that's you know they're doing stuff in my opinion to help us you know um, because a lot of people are furloughed a lot of people are laid off and can't get to work so they're doing these things to help people get through there so the next question should be do you think you can pay back the funds well we already said yes right you can pay it back over that three years or a lump sum so they enacted this law january 1st 2020 okay and it ends December 31st, 2020. But, you know, isn't that funny? They just passed the law in March 27th. I can go back to January So it's re- retroactive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if, had you did this, maybe there's a, there's a way out of it. Okay. Well, that's kind of nice. So it helps yeah. even cover some folks who, yeah, that's a really helpful for them. If they maybe paid those penalties in January or were going to have to, it's going to help those folks out. It will. It will. It could, you know. I guess that makes so. sense because it's hard to define a start date for the crisis because it's obviously trickled 
in for a little while. Some people affected earlier than others, so that yeah. makes sense to do that. It did. Now the four hundred one k loans. Another change here. We talked about a little bit. They're up to a hundred thousand. So who can take the loan? Well, anyone who has a qualified employer plan, such as a four hundred one or four hundred three b, you can do this if you're if you've suffered what they call adverse financial consequences due to the pandemic. You know the qualification rule is pretty much the same as the penalty free distribution rule. You know adverse financial consequences. So you're being laid off. You're being quarantined. You close your business. All those things we talked about. These loans, now here's a key takeaway, uh, Walter. These loans are not available on IRA or SEP IRAs. They're only available on the 401k. So, there, you know, there are no taxes or penalties owed when you take the loan as long as you do what, Walter? Pay it back. Pay it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to pay it back. It so, is a loan. It is a loan. So, you know, and here's the old rule. So the old rule said, you know, um, you can take 50% of your vested 401k balance. Now, that's the key, 50%, not to exceed $50,000. So the new special core... And what, what is vested? Product, what Can you explain what that would mean, 50% yeah, of vested? The vested amount, everybody has a 401k, and depending on your company, usually you're vested, 100% of your money's vested over that five-year period. Um, but it's it's just the amount that you, that's 100% yours. So the vested amount just simply means your employer puts money in, you put money in, you're vested on yours automatically, but your ah. employer is is some sort of schedule coming up there. Gotcha. So if I've okay. put in a hundred thousand and my employer has put in a hundred thousand, but it was all within the last five years, I only have a hundred thousand vested. I haven't vested at the other the company's money hasn't vested just yet. Yeah, depending on their schedule. Their they rules may, and that kind the, of thing. Usually they're going to do 20% per year. So if you've been there two years, 40% of that money okay. is vested. That kind of thing. So, gotcha. Okay. So so the new rule says, you know, you can increase that loan from fifty to 100000 but it also removes the requirement that you can loan yourself 50% of the account balance. Let me give you an example because that's kind of confusing, yeah. right? That's so a lot last, of 50% percent of 50%. <laughs> that's right. So let's look at last year. If you had a 300000 let's say you had a 300000 401k account, you could loan yourself 50% of that account, but it couldn't exceed $50,000. So 50% of 300 is one fifty. Right. So the, the, the old rule said you can't take more than 50000 So the new rule says under, this, you know, under the new rule, $300,000 401k account, you can take up a maximum of $100,000 okay. instead of the fifty. So let's consider another example. Let's say you don't have a big amount into your 401k. And let's say you have $70,000 uh, in there. Under the old rule, you could take a loan 50%, $35,000. The new rule, you can take 100% of that because it's underneath 100000 So in other words, you could okay. take $70,000 if that makes sense. It does. So yeah. uh, up to $100,000. Yep, okay. and not to exceed it. So. Not to exceed it. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, what can you use the funds for? What do you think? Uh, just boy, I don't know. Just anything you want, or well, that's pretty much it. Okay. okay <laughs> so that anything you want, right? Not a that's, lot of red tape. Okay. From good. what I'm reading, it says anything you want as long as you meet the circumstances. You know, and you're you're, you're underneath a pandemic, so you're affected by it. Right. So if you do take the the loan back from your 401k, you have five years to pay it back. Okay, so you can't just do a lump sum at the end of the loan. You have to do what they call equal payments. You have to do it at least every three months, a quarterly payment back into that. So those are some rules that can affect your 401k, maybe help you get through a tough spot in the next couple of months, depending on on where you're at. But just like a normal situation, this is not an excuse to go take a loan from your 401k and buy a Corvette. 
No, no, that don't do that. This is just an, an, an emergency. Only take right? what you would need in, in yes, emergency. Yes, yes. So, and then you do have because the bill is in, in, enacted March twenty seventh, and you're going you're going to have um, till September twenty third to take advantage of this if you need to take advantage of it. So, those are some things that have changed on four hundred one k's, IRAs. I thought that'd be beneficial. Pass along to the listeners um, because some people may actually need help. You know, there's a lot of people out of work right now. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. And this may be, you know, help qualm some of the anxiety that some people may have. That's very interesting. It's a lot of moving parts and layers. And I know that small businesses are getting their own stimulus uh, packages kind of thrown out there as well as, uh, you know, they've, they've had some of this money parceled off for them to be able to take advantage of as well. So some people may be able to take advantage of multiple layers of this, right? Some of the 401k and, um, you know, those types of loans to help float them. And then some small businesses can take advantage of, you know, loans that might even be forgivable and some things like that. So yes, there's a lot of things in this package that, you know, we, of course, we'd have to take three days to go over it and then probably have to take another three just to catch up, right? Yeah. But um, but there are stuff for small businesses. There are stuff for, you know, we, we talked about this earlier. You know, if you have payroll, you know, there's stuff out there for all these things to keep the economy moving. Because the last thing we need to do is have this economy come to a halt because then we're going to have some real difficulties. So it's all planned within mind to keep the economy moving, keep it going forth. So are these things, Kevin, that you are helping walk clients through or prospective clients who are still maybe in their working lives and trying to kind of figure out how they're going to bridge this gap to get to retirement in their final working years with this pandemic kind of causing problems right now? Will you work through this as part of your planning process? We do. Uh, in fact, you know, we're doing more of the, um, you know, the Zoom meetings, that sure. type of thing. But um, but I'm having, I'm taking phone calls here at the office and we're walking, you know, helping people walk through there's certain situation that they're going through and we're doing some planning. We're doing a lot of detailed planning, you know, not only to get you through this, but to get you through retirement because you want to retire some time in the future too. But there's a lot of planning that goes into this. And this is what we talk about week in and week out, you know, as far as, you know, sitting down, taking the opportunity, you know, being proactive and, and getting your finances in order. So when things like this happen that you're, you're ready for it, you know, you're, you plan for it and it's not going to affect you as much as say somebody who didn't. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important to make sure that we're getting proper advice and guidance during this time. And if that is you, you need some help here in the Tri-City area, you can meet with Kevin one-on-one still if you prefer with some social distancing rules in place. Or you can meet remotely as many people are doing, of course, right now as well. Uh, but it's never too late to start planning for your financial future. And now it's more important than ever to make sure you've got a good plan to take you going forward through this time of uncertainty. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call to reach Kevin. That's 888-885-7526. Again, 888-885-PLAN. Call, leave a quick uh, voicemail. If you get the voicemail, Kevin will uh, return your call. Make sure that you are all set up for a conversation about your financial future. Make sure you're getting a customized and complimentary financial plan during this time. 888-885-PLAN is the number to dial. That's 888 888- 885-7526 and you can also schedule a time to meet and find out more information by contacting us through the website at insightfolios.com that's insightfolios.com Kevin stick with us we got much more coming up on today's show We're talking about coronavirus the financial markets how we can react what we need to know all of that and more still straight ahead here on simply financial no need to complicate it this is simply financial 
We're talking with Kevin Ray here on Simply Financial, your financial coach at Insight Folios in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw. Kevin's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, and you can get that book and many more helpful retirement planning resources by getting a free retirement rescue toolkit. Kevin, I have a feeling a lot more people right now might be feeling like they need to have a rescued retirement. If they did not have a plan entering this pandemic, they likely have seen some big impacts on their financial and retirement accounts, might be feeling a little bit nervous about their financial futures. What is in this toolkit that would help people either alleviate those fears or at least get on the right step to kind of solving and fixing some of this? Sure, uh, Walter. We have a couple of books in there, like you said, myself's in there, and we're going to go through navigating through retirement. How do we navigate through times like this? What are some strategies that you can use in today's environment to help you get to and through retirement? The other book is by Paul Durso, um, when we have him on the show once in a while, and it's all about the planning process. It's all about how we use our simplicity planning and how we can sit down and come up with a plan that you understand and you can see how our recommendations come about. And also we're going to put, you know, CD in there. We're going to put some other white papers in there because nowadays if people are are stuck at home, I think they need something to read and listen to. So this would be a perfect opportunity for you to take advantage of that. So all you have to do is text the word KIT to 33222 and we will get those out to you. It might be a little slower than normal, but we'll get them out to you and look for a physical white box. And that'll be a a good starter for you to get maybe your toe wet, to start looking at uh, your own retirement, to start looking at some ideas and how maybe you can improve your retirement and then you you can go from there. Well, if you want to get this toolkit again, all you have to do is text the word KIT. K-I-T to the number 33222. Again, put the word KIT into the message and text it to the number 33222, and that'll help you get your own retirement rescue toolkit at no cost. A great starter guide for many people who are beginning the retirement planning process. Text the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. Well, I mentioned at the beginning of the show today, Kevin, that, uh, you know, some new buzzwords in 2020, one of the main ones is certainly going to be social distancing. And a lot of introverts are saying, well, that's how I've pretty much lived my whole life, (laughs) going through social distancing like that. Um, And we thought we would use that to inspire some conversation here on the financial side of things today. So we debut a segment called Financial Social Distancing, the things in our financial life that we should keep separated. And we'll talk about why these various items don't necessarily belong together inside of your account. They shouldn't really be hanging out, okay? Uh, Here's a really easy one to start off with, Kevin, to, to drive home the example. Your emergency fund and the stock market really shouldn't be friends. No, and if there's ever been a time that people heed this, I bet you now is the time, right? Because we're, we've seen the stock market pull back 30%, rebound, go down 1,000, up 1,000, up 2,000, down 2,000. So that market's all over the place. So I want everybody to think of buckets. So you have different buckets to put your money in. And one bucket would be for emergencies. Another bucket's going to be for paying bills. And another one would be for goals, like paying off your house earlier. And then another bucket would be for retirement. Now, think of your emergency bucket as just that. It's there just for emergencies, just for times like these. You know, and ideally, people ask me, you know, how much money should I have in that emergency bucket? I like to see one year's worth of of expenditures in that emergency bucket. Why? Because we never know what's going to happen. I told the story where I went in for a simple outpatient uh, operation and I was out for six months. These things happen. Uh, car accidents, anything that comes along, the pandemic, these things happen. So when we have that emergency bucket put in place, 
you have that bucket that you can withdraw funds to live in. And by using that uh, method, you don't deplete your other buckets that you got in place, or at least it staves off depleting those other buckets. So I want everybody to think a little differently, think of buckets and fill the first bucket up first. So your first bucket that should be filled up is your emergency fund, because guess what? If you're not working, you get hurt, you can't work, that is going to get you through you know, Kevin, it makes sense, though, your bucket example, because I'm, I'm staring at the pool out the window today longingly in my new home office location, by the way, not in the dining room this week, back in the actual home office and at a new window, I'm no longer positioned at the old window. So I now have a view of the backyard instead of the front yard. And uh, I'm staring longingly at the pool, still with the cover on it, getting excited to open it up here soon. But I'm thinking about when I'm mixing chemicals to pour into the pool, there's some chemicals you don't want to pour in at the same time. You don't want them to intermingle and mix. You don't want to mix them in the same bucket or you could explode, you know, the situation. So you've got to keep things in different buckets. And that's the same thing. You don't want to ruin your emergency fund bucket by mixing it in with the stock market, which could totally, you know, corrupt that bucket and its purpose and mess up the chemicals and in this case mess up the whole purpose of the emergency fund so well leave it up to you to come up that analogy to pool (laughs) and i love it i love it (laughs) i just always get afraid when i'm mixing those chemicals and reading on the bag don't mix this with such and such or such and such or this and that or else you'll cause an explosion (laughs) like i'm I'm having a hard time seeing how water causes explosions but uh, i'm also not a chemist and um, I, i know that it can certainly lead to i'm gonna believe the back of the packaging on some of those things and, and be careful with it you know? you're going you're going to you know read that and err on caution right that's right exactly uh we, when we moved into this house just as a quick aside we found a whole bunch of different types of chemicals that the previous owner must have been using to maintain the pool and um and i mean there was some like serious stuff in there like uh i think i guess it's common to help balance pool ph but uh what is that muriatic or muriatic oh, that acid, acid? Yeah. yeah and my dad found that he was like man he was like this stuff can this will take your hand off if you're, you know, it'll burn, yeah, yeah. burn right through your hand if you're not careful with it. So that was uh, kind of a disturbing find as we were coming through the coming through the yard. But now understand it was being used for the pool. In any event, another analogy or another actual real life example of things that shouldn't mix that should social distance your life insurance and your investments. So is that saying don't view life insurance as an investment or how, how would those intermingle anyway? Well, I think in my hum- humble opinion, Walter, it's especially true for the younger people. Let's just say, you know, you, you've got married, you started out, you have some kids, you started a family, you know, and then you need life insurance. Because why do you need life insurance? Well, we just had, you know, unfortunately, we had one of my clients, her daughter, just passed away um, uh, last week in an auto accident. She was in her, you know, mid-30s, and those things happened. And unfortunately, she was a single mom and she did have life insurance in place and you know the to take care of the situation like that so if you're going to buy life insurance when you're a younger family you know my my ideal option for most people is look at term and you know buy insurance for insurance if that's if that's you if you need insurance to take care of the family something happens like you don't buy it for an investment don't buy it for the investment opportunities in there because guess what you can buy a whole lot more insurance if you buy the term 
term, especially when you're younger, then you can say a whole life or universal life. Now, as you get older, those things may change. You may buy the life insurance as some sort of an in, investment if it works out in certain places or some sort of investment maybe to help pay long-term care and those kind of issues. So it's different. The older you get, I think the, the, my ideas, it changes the older you get. Maybe you can use it for different things, but when you're younger, buy term, that's my opinion, and buy as much as, as you can because you're going to need that in situations just like I explained. Yeah, I think that's really important to uh, to mention as well, Kevin. And I think if I can throw another example in here as well, high turnover investment strategies. Okay, so that's that's one item, one thing, high turnover investment strategies. And your after-tax brokerage accounts should also remain separate. Now, that's a lot of qualifiers and hyphenated words, and probably nobody knows what I really just said right there, Kevin. So can you break that down in, in plain English for us? Okay, so what are we talking about? High turnover. Well, turnover is something, let's say you own a mutual fund, and that manager, the mutual fund manager, maybe has 300 different companies, and they'll have what's called a turnover ratio. So let's just say, and most mutual funds, by the way, the average mutual fund's about 100% uh, actively managed. So what that means is if they have 100 or 200 or three different companies, they're buying and selling them at least once per year in a 100% turnover ratio. Okay. So so what does that do when they do that, Walter? Fees, when you sell right? something, yeah. Costs money to sell and buy. It costs money to sell and buy. And then we're talking about after-tax brokerage accounts. So accounts that are not in your IRAs, your 401ks. So what does that do? It's gonna create capital gains tax. It could uh-huh. create some short-term capital gains tax, right? So those two strategies don't go together because it's gonna cause, in most cases, you know, a lot of fees, a lot of additional fees that you didn't know was going on. And then it may cost you taxes uh, at the end of the year because it may be short-term capital gains versus long-term capital gains, depending on what your turnover ratio is in, into your uh, mutual funds. Be very, very careful on that and there is you know the personalfund.com you can go to you can subscribe to the um, website and they will tell you the turnover ratio on most funds there's other sites that you can go out there and and look at too but be careful on that because that can really take a bite as far as fees out of your accounts going down the road especially over you know 10 20 years yeah, I think that's just such a, an interesting way to look at it. And that makes much more sense. High turnover investments, we're talking things that have a lot of fees and those kinds of things. So that makes a lot more sense. Sometimes we have to break down that financial mumbo jumbo a little bit, if you will. <laughs> and you do a good job of that, Kevin. So you you are our uh, you know mediary between the mumbo jumbo and the plain speak. And uh, we find a nice middle ground whenever you join the show here to help bridge those two worlds for us. Well, I have to remember I that. Yeah, yeah, that was a compliment. Not a put down by any No, I get that. Okay. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 you're, you're like the, uh, what is it, the, the, the James Bond figure. You're just as comfortable in, in, in jeans, tossing horseshoes in the backyard as you are at the cocktail party. Like, yeah. you, know, you can survive in all environments. So. Ray, Kevin Ray. Ray, Kevin Ray. <laughs> uh, last but not least, Ray, Kevin Ray, is uh, your emotions. We're talking financial, social distancing here, keeping things separate. So our emotions and our investment decisions deserve their own corner of the room. Six feet apart. Well, more than that, I think. (laughs) um, Well, there's never been a better example since 2008 about how emotions and investment decisions are going hand in hand now. The market pulled back 30% really quickly, didn't it? If you oh, look yeah. out, yeah. If you look out there, I mean, it happened in a matter of about a week, week and a half, 
And we're, where are we seeing the redemptions come from? Are we're seeing a lot of redemptions for people, you know, taking money out of the market, putting it in bonds or whatever they deem safe. So remember, when you get invested in into an investment philosophy, you have to have a plan. The investments are long-term investment, and people tend to forget that when uh, pandemics come along, 2008s or whatever is out there, your emotions tend to override what you sit down with and you put the plan together and you understood at that time your emotions can be your biggest enemy in investment planning because it can make you do what can make you sell in the wrong time and buy in the wrong times so people that do emotional decisions are going to buy high and they're going to sell low and that's not what you want to do you want to do it just the opposite you want to buy low and you want to sell high we've heard that over and over and over throughout our working careers and throughout our lives but yet emotions tend to derail us when we sit down and we're trying to make smart financial decisions it's because remember smart financial decisions are going to impact your quality of your life going forward so don't let emotions get in there sit down with your advisor Get that plan put together. Understand how your investments are going to produce the income you're going to need in retirement. Because guess what? We're going to have several more of you know pandemics or several more catastrophes out there in the market. They've been there. They're always going to come back. So we need to plan for them. We need to have stuff in place so that we can weather these. And if that's you, you're sitting on the sidelines since we've been doing this show, and you're wondering, how do I take advantage of it? Well, all you have to do is pick up the phone, call 888-885-PLAN, and you can talk to me. We'll put you on the schedule. We will start that planning process. We will put those buckets of money together that we've been talking about. We will show you a plan to get you to and through retirement. We'll show you how your plan will produce income in times like this because this is where I see most plans fail. There is no real strategy put together to produce income in times like this. So don't procrastinate. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. I know it's hard to come in now, but we can certainly do a phone call. We can certainly do a Zoom. Um, we can talk maybe to calm your fears right now. And when this thing passes, because it will, you can certainly come into the office and we can sit down and we can do this one-on-one. -on -one. So if that's you, don't procrastinate. Pick up the phone. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. That's 888-885-PLAN or 888-885-7526. That'll get you in touch with Kevin Ray. You can take advantage of that 28 years of experience in financial planning that Kevin brings, not only to the radio each and every week, but into the office each and every single day. You can get in touch with him, meet at the office in Pinconning or Saginaw or remotely as well using a Zoom meeting or something like that, 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-7526. You can still maintain your social distancing and also practice financial social distancing as well through this time and uh, get some helpful advice, guidance along the way. 888-885-PLAN. Call that number for a complimentary financial review, 888 885-7526. More coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, and there's more to come. It's getting to know you time. It's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Always doing a quick sidestep here on Simply Financial just to know Kevin's personality some more. And I've got a creative question for you this week, Kevin. Uh-oh. Would you rather have only green lights for the rest of your life, okay? So you never hit a red light again, or you never have to wait in line ever again. Now, I know you're already looking for the caveat here. If you choose the never wait in line again, 
that doesn't mean I know you're going to view kind of sitting at a red light as waiting in line. So that that's the caveat is you still have to hit red lights if you choose the waiting in line. So you can't say that that's covered under that umbrella. Now you, you already know what I was thinking, <laughs> weren't you? <laughs> I know you're, 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 you're savvy. You're smart. So I, I knew you were going to go that direction. <laughs> well, here's my answer. Now, I got to tell a story about my dad real quickly. He hits every red light on the highway, and no matter where he goes, and then who's with me, I seem to breeze through them. So and he always makes mention of that. So, But so if it's me, I never want to wait in line again. I hate waiting in lines. You know, at the, at the red light, if I'm at a red light, well, I can, you know, listen to the red radio or, or do whatever but i'm not patient about waiting in lines in fact if um um the other day in the grocery store i needed some stuff i seen it was pretty packed oh, i yeah. just i didn't go in i just uh, not because of the social distancing so much it's because i know i'd have to, wait, want in to wait in line <laughs> <laughs> so that's a pretty easy one for me i'm just i'm not patient about sitting in lines for some reason or another so i think the you? smartest people on the planet are the ones that go grocery shopping at like midnight when nobody else is there so they can just go right through and not have to wait in line yeah <laughs> Yeah, I do too. I don't. I'm, I I may adopt that in the future. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately, now I guess so many grocery stores are changing their hours and closing earlier, yep. so they uh, can have that time to clean and sanitize overnight and restock yep. the shelves with so much restocking needing to be done right now. But, uh, but yeah, it's. I agree with you. I would choose to never wait in line. I don't seem to mind red lights as much. I guess it depends on where you live too. If you're hitting a lot of red lights although right now with people not really traveling anywhere i'm sure we'd all pick the wait in line thing although we're not really doing either right now other than at the grocery right. store right. <laughs> but yeah waiting i feel like i wait in line a lot more than i do get frustrated at red lights so now, now remember i moved from pink county where we have two red lights yep yep to linwood where we have one red light yeah so you know that kind of tells you how how i feel the so. town i grew <laughs> up in north carolina still to this day just has one red light so there you go not not a big deal uh it's too too funny in fact i think i drove 30 miles to school every day in high school and i passed let me see one two three four four red light four lights is all i all i passed on the way from my door to school had to go through four lights that's it <laughs> over the course of 30 miles so yeah that's about like there yeah. yeah yeah that's pretty i mean that's pretty good i, I like that so there you go wait in line both kevin and i would choose that one never having to do that again we'll put our check mark by that vote uh more coming up on today's show back to the financial talk here on simply financial thanks for listening you're listening to simply financial walter storeholt alongside kevin ray your financial coach at Insight Folios in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Kevin, let's end the show this week maybe with a little less overall coronavirus talk and just talk about some general financial planning principles, although we kind of mentioned these things earlier in today's show as we were talking about coronavirus things. So I think it's good to delineate between the traditional and the Roth IRA. And I feel like a lot of people don't have a clear picture which one they should contribute to. So I want to discuss maybe what's best for somebody listening to today's show. So first of all, basic difference between Roth and traditional IRAs? Sure. A couple of big differences there, Walter. Traditional IRA, when you go to pull the money out, everything that's in that account, 100% of it, is taxable. Now, on the other hand, if you have a Roth IRA, whatever you pull out, 100% of it is tax-free under current laws. Because we've already paid the tax. Right? We've already paid the tax. And that's the deal. Under traditional IRA, if you have certain income limits, you can put in up to 7000 if you're over uh, 50 years old. So that is taking 
that 7000 is taken off of your gross adjusted gross income, so you're not paying tax on that. Where the Roth, you do the same $7,000, there are no tax deductions that are available for that, so you pay the tax on it, just like you said. So that's a major difference between the two. So I'm going to guess it's our instant gratification society as to why most people have contributed a lot more to the traditional IRAs than they have to the Roth over the course of their lives. Yeah, we, we're, we're looking, you're exactly right. We're, we're not looking down the road, right? I always point out we have railroad tracks that run right by my office, and sometimes we hear the they pink make an appearance Ex- on the show. Sometimes, Some, sometimes the pink <laughs> on express comes through, right? Yeah. Um, but I always tell people, let's look down that railroad tracks. We can see, you know, that light on that train a long ways down there. We can see it coming. We have time to get out of the way. The same thing here is if you take the short approach to it, and let's say it saves you a few dollars today, but guess what you're doing? You just kicking that tax can down the road you're just building that pot bigger and bigger and bigger and whatever it gets to remember whatever you pull out of that traditional pot is 100 percent taxable so don't be short-sighted on that and don't you know you have to think long term on some of those things and sometimes there are a lot of times we sit on and talk to people the roth makes more sense even though they lose the tax deduction so it can it can help you in a lot of in a lot of spots That's very true. So we've got traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs. Now, we know that it's more popular to be in that traditional IRA, but I hear a lot of people really promoting the power of the Roth side of this equation. Why is that indeed so powerful? Well, let's think back for most people out there. If you're, let's say you're you're 50 years old and you've been contributing, you work for maybe General Motors in our area or Dow Chemical, and you've been contributing to your traditional you know, IRA or your traditional 401k or what have you. Now you've accumulated a lot of money. So that traditional um, IRA is, like I said, 100% tax. But on the other hand, if we could roll back the clock, if we could go back in time knowing what we know now and make that all a Roth IRA, so let's say you got a $500,000 traditional or a $500,000 Roth, which one would you rather have today? Well, the Roth, right? The Roth, right? Yeah, yeah you're, for, you're you're giving up the tax benefit early on, but you're gaining all of that money tax free later on. What, so, you, what you see in the account is actually what you can put in your pocket. Right. And and remember today, why is it so powerful today? Because we're historically low income tax rates. And with this new trillion, you know, two trillion dollar uh, Corona stimulus package and all the debt rarity. Uh, have in place i don't think those tax rates are going to stay low for long that's just my opinion but so that roth is 100 percent tax-free and it's powerful then the meaning that if you have a dollar in your pocket you get to take that dollar out and uncle sam gets none of it that's why it's so powerful Great points, Kevin. We're talking with Kevin Ray about traditional versus Roth IRAs and the remaining moments that we have here on Simply Financial. Kevin, can you maybe end with just an example of somebody who would be better off contributing to a traditional IRA and then contrast that with somebody who's better off the other way around going with the Roth option? Yeah. So if you have a traditional IRA and you have some tax problems that can you know can be solved, so um, you're going to get the tax deduction there. So that may help you alleviate a lot of tax consequences today but again you want to look for it tomorrow and certainly if you're a younger person and you're in the workforce you should be looking in my humble opinion you should be looking at the Roth because you have years and years and years to accumulate and to make that pod bigger so the two differences if you've already been a 401k you're an older person 
Um, you've built that money already. So, you know, there are some options. It still helps you out tax deduction wise. But if you're a younger person, you want to build your pot over 20 or 30 or 40 years while you're working. And you want that pot to be as tax free as possible, especially in today's low income tax environment. So that'd be my advice. Um, you know, it's different for everybody. If you truly need the tax deduction, it's worth looking at. But if it doesn't give you much of a tax deduction, look towards the Roth. You know, and this is where your accountant or your CPA comes into play. This is what I'm always talking about uh, all the time, Walter. We need a proactive person, not somebody who just fills in the blanks and says, here's what you got. You need somebody giving you proactive tax advice. If you go to the Roth, this is how much more it costs you in tax. If you go to traditional IRA, this is how much you save in tax. But let's weigh it down the road when you are retired and see which one makes more sense for you. And we do that day in, day out here in our office. Well, if you want help with your own financial plan, that's what Kevin Ray does each and every day, helping folks figure out how to get to and through retirement with the resources that they have available and making the pieces all come together to make your plan work. It is really just a puzzle and making sure that you're putting the right pieces in the right place. And uh, sometimes it requires some creative problem solving. Like right now, a lot of people trying to do creative problem solving with how to make it through this financial situation that we're in. And the same goes for retirement. We've covered a lot of that on today's show. So if you're not sure whether to contribute to a Roth or a traditional IRA, how much you should be saving this year during the pandemic, uh, if you're looking to retire next year, how has what's happened this year affected you financially? All of those questions and many more things are the kinds of things that Kevin helps address in a complimentary financial review. So if you want to set one up, it's easy to do. You can call 888-885-PLAN. And if you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message. Kevin will return your call to set up that time to talk. And again, that can be in person in the offices in Pinconning or Saginaw or remotely social distancing wise over video conference. 888-885-PLAN is your number to call. That's 888-885-7526. To get in touch with your financial coach at Insight Folios, Kevin Ray. 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, thanks so much for the help on today's show. Enjoyed the conversation with you, and we'll have another great show on tap next week. Look forward to it, Walter. Be safe. Until then, everybody, take care. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.